0: face shall we so i can speak to these beautiful people i'm assuming you're all beautiful you're beautiful in my eyes might not mean much because i'm visually impaired why am i doing this accident? i don't know um yes welcome to the show guys tj here bullet is here somewhere and uh we're just gonna get right into this great guest that i uh hunted down and um forced him to do the show so here we go Hi, everybody. We're here back again. Um, so our, our next guest is someone who kind of got on a list of mine or someone who I had to have on the show. I've gotten a few others. Uh, I reached out to him a while back, and we kind of were just kind of playing phone tag. And um, once I started to really delve into his story, I realized like he was someone I really, really needed to have on the show uh, if I was going to continue to like push the envelope with this message and uh, show how amazing people with disabilities are. Um, so yeah, you want to introduce yourself, buddy, and tell us a little about yourself.
1: Yeah, sure. Hey, TJ, uh, great to be on uh, on your show, and I appreciate uh, you asked me to join the group. Um, my name's Michael Kutcher, um, and uh, you know I um, started out my journey many years ago, um, and uh, I actually when I was about thirty years old. Um, Decided, I had a pivotal point in my life where I decided that, yeah, I've been living with cerebral palsy for a number of years, and uh, since you know I was thirty, I just finally decided that uh, now was the time to kind of, you know, um, really I would say maybe come out with my disability and um, really kind of share it with uh, with people, and then share it with audiences and just discuss my disability in the open
0: sure well I mean I guess we have to kind of state it because it's not something I wanted to focus on too much because it's your story but your twin brother is Ashton Kutcher um and your story kind of was floating around people kind of knew of you because of him and you you're twin brothers right
1: yeah, yeah, um, and, and you're right, TJ. What, what occurred is, you know, uh, I have a very mild form of cerebral palsy, so, you know, people don't don't really, you know, look at me when I'm walking down the street um, and say, hey, you know, this, this guy might have a disability. Um, the only thing that it really affects is, you know, my eyesight, my speech, my hearing, so it's really kind of hidden in a way and I um uh, back in the day I really preferred it that way um because I had all those same stigmas that a lot of people have you know that you know what was uh what were my friends going to think what was my employer going to think um those type of stereotypes of people with disabilities um and I I own that that I had those um those fears uh, so speak and um then when my, my brother started kind of on his career, um, the media kinda of dove into his, his private life and realized that yeah, his brother had cerebral palsy and then he he talked about it in an interview once and uh, that kind of put me on the put me on the disability map, so to speak.
0: Sure. Now at that time were you kind of annoyed by that or were you proud of it? Um, or were you still in your headspace that you were still shameful of it?
1: Yeah, I think yeah, I was I was still in my headspace at that time, and I I came to realize though as time went on that you know he actually did me a favor. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I I wouldn't say I was mad at him. I was there's there's some frustration um, because you know. I think we all want to be able to do things at our own pace and our own time, and being kind of forced into an uncomfortable situation is difficult. Um, But when I look back at it, man, he he just really, he really helped me out, and he really kind of gave me what I call really my purpose, Um, and that's to help people, you know, with uh, with. understanding disability, be a disability advocate, and just kind of march down that path and and uh, get you know, start to be people's voice.
0: Right, and that's why I'm really big on, like I never denounce on how someone gets to where they get to, I mean if it's a positive thing, because it's like yep. I never say like I'm not promoting like everyone should do a podcast because it works for everybody or everyone should, you know, whatever, be a celebrity. Everyone should do something like someone else, a lot of times people find it in their own little way. Uh, and again, like I'm not a very religious person, but people, religion gets them through the day. So whatever helps you to get you to where you got to get to at the end of your journey, go for it. And and you found your purpose through an, an unorthodox way, but it works. So, so be it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I guess, you know, I, I always say that like doing things out of your comfort zone, help you grow. Sure. Right. And, Help you gain knowledge and wisdom, and and experience things that you you were uncomfortable doing, maybe scared to do. And um, for me, it was just announcing that I had a disability first and foremost. Um, second of all, it was speaking in public. Um, you know, wasn't much of a, a public speaker, and you know now I you know I travel the nation talking to audiences from, you know, 50 people to 4,000 people, um, That's and awesome. speaking in public about my disability. So yeah, there's, there's a lot to unpack there and, um, there's a lot of uncomfortable situations I've been thrown into. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, I, I don't, I don't really get uncomfortable anymore. I, I, I take those head on because I know that, when you you experience those there's something better on the other side man there's Mm -hmm. something better
0: sure yeah yeah when you get past all their your hate and grieving and all the things that are just kind of in the way you're able to kind of appreciate the little things in life and everything else and you realize like like you were saying earlier like you have a mild form of it but to you, mm-hmm. it might have seemed like it was the worst version of it because you're in your own head. But when you see other people with cerebral palsy and how they're struggling, it, it you have it easy. Not that you don't have it yeah. hard, but you have it easier compared to them.
1: Yeah, no, yeah I wouldn't call it like heat or, or, or anything. I would call it like fear, right? Like we all have these fears of, of the unknown and the fears of Ooh, what are people going to think and how are people going to act and how are people going to treat me? Um, But you know what I realized? I realized that once I put myself out there that people accepted me more. People didn't treat me any differently just because I threw a label on it, Yeah. Right? So, and you're right though, when I meet people that have different forms of CP because it, if the CP comes in Terrible balls comes in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> and um, when, I, when I, meet others with, with CP, um, I I realize that that you know I have a voice, and that I can be a voice for maybe those that, that don't have voices, mm-hmm. and that you know, given my brother's platform and given you know his. Celebrity status. That um, must feel a sense of responsibility. As well. Right. Because. With him. Raise, r- rising to celebrity status. I kind of did too. In a small way. As sure. his brother. Sure. Right. Sure. And. With that rise. I, I felt that sense of. Responsibility to. To not just sit on the sidelines, to actually do something in the world to make a difference, and and there's lots of things we can do. Climate change, you know, cancer. You know, my brother works with sex trafficking uh, foundations with his foundation. Um, I I just I found my niche in the world of disabilities, and also, I mean we can get to this later, but like the world of like organ donation, because like all of that's really touched my life. And I think that we're really drawn to those causes. We're drawn to those, those, you know,
0: issues
1: that really affect our lives.
0: Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet that you've made your brother a better person Because he is growing up in this celebrity world that no one can prepare you for. And he became extremely famous. Um, He's even dating someone who's extremely famous. And, I mean, he's dated many people extremely famous. but, um, But to see what you had to go through and realize, like, how precious life is. I mean, you're literally, like, kind of a part of him. You're twins. So to see what you went through and realize how life, how tough life can get. Whereas in your case... Uh, or in his case, like things, I wouldn't say it was easy because I don't know all what he went through, but he has it easier in comparison to you. So, um, I'm sure he has a a more affinity and and appreciation for life.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was, there was kind of that feeling there. I wouldn't say that, I wouldn't say that he has things easier than me or better than me. Um, because we all have we all have things, DJ. Sure. Like we, we all have issues. Um, I might have like a limited mobility in some of my muscle strength, but he's got other things he might be dealing with that I don't know about that no one knows about, yeah. right? and, and that's kind of why I I um, I've always, to be honest with you, I've always. Dislike, if I could say the word disability. Now I'll tell you why. Give me two words. I just gave you one, but give me give me another word that starts with the prefix dis.
0: It starts with what? Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Dis. The prefix dis. I don't know. Like. Oh, 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 disc with dis. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay, yeah. Dis. I thought you were saying disc with like a right. C. I got you. Uh, no. Yes, no, yeah. Usually dis is isn't a great thing. Even like one of the things I've always compared to when, because when, I always talked about playing video games a lot, and when I was a kid, and one of the things you would do is you would disarm an, an alarm, and it means it didn't work anymore. And when you, say, there you go. So when you say disable, you would disable the alarm, but you add a D to it, and now you're a person. It's like, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah.
1: And, and, I mean, let's let's set
0: set the record straight.
1: There's nothing, the prefix this actually means negative. It's a negative connotation to it. And, I'm sorry, there's, there's nothing negative about my ability or about your ability or my brother's ability. They're just different. Yeah. And when I talk about, yeah, I had my struggles, and he, I'm sure, has his own struggles, and TJ, you have your own struggles. They're all different, right? I mean, they're all different struggles, and we all, we all have different abilities. Um, for example, you know, I, you know, my brother's an actor. I probably couldn't get on stage and act, Right? there's things that I can probably do that my brother can't do. We just have different abilities, and that's why I, I coined the, the term disability. D-I-F-F ability. All one word. Disability, just Indicating, you know, we don't have disabilities. We all have disabilities, because we're all different and at the end of the day, I, as much as I love my brother, I don't want to be like my brother. I don't want to be the same person. I don't want to have the same abilities. Could you imagine if we all had the same abilities?
0: It'd be a boring world.
1: It'd be a boring world and nothing would get done. I mean, and look at look at all the, the genius people in the world. right? Look at the Elon Musk of the world, the Stephen Hawking's of the world. um, They have different abilities than we do. They use their brains different than we do. So I I think it's it's about time that we as a society start looking at our negative abilities, our disabilities. We start looking at our different abilities and embracing those different abilities accepting those different abilities and and i think once we're able to get to that type of society i I think we can probably make some progress
0: well it's it's a way to kind of separate us and keep us all into like little bunches little categories uh because it's like when you say disabled you're a disabled person, and I talk about this a lot with, like, our logo. Our logo is a guy in a wheelchair, but a majority of us are, are just, <laughs> you know, aren't in wheelchairs, you
1: know? It's exactly. It's, you stole the words out of my mouth. That's exactly what I say, too. Like, I mean, first of all, like, who who made this symbol? They obviously didn't understand disabilities. Yeah. And, like, that doesn't represent me.
0: No. That doesn't represent you. I think so it's just why the, it go? I think it's just the most visual form for people to understand what it means like when when people tell me you don't look blind which I'm not I'm legally blind I'm not I'm visually impaired that's why I say visually impaired because people only hone on the last word they hear blind and they don't hear legally right. so right. I say visually impaired not cuz I'm embarrassed by it, it's just cuz it's easier for people to kind of you know devour and, and 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 accept it um
1: Well well think, think about that think about going to the restaurant right do you go to the guy that's in like a pantsuit or do you go to the woman in a dress? Why does the woman have to wear a dress? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right. The woman could be wearing pants too, you know? So its I get it. It's
0: symbolism.
1: Yeah. It's recognizable. I get it, but we, we got to make some changes. We really do. And, um, you know, it's just, I think that people also need to realize the different forms of, of disabilities is, you know, I work in a corporate world for, for my my day job and my organization is very embracing of my, my disability because I'm very outward with it. Right. They know about it. Um, but there's so many other people that I work with that are not that still hide under that that umbrella of, of fear or shame and I get it I've been there um, and it's easy for me to say come out and just kind of own your, your disability but it's not that easy for people but I think I think that we as a society need to realize that there's so many types of disabilities and that a lot of them are hidden, man. Yeah. A lot of them are hidden. I mean, mine are pretty out, Yeah, you know, like I said, you wouldn't be able to notice. You, you might be you might be like, oh, like really like slow your speech a little bit or why do you have such Glasses.
0: Right. You know,
1: right. but, you know, it could be hidden for all, for all purposes. It could be hidden. Yeah. But there's so many other people that have their differences are so mild that people don't even know. I mean, think about it. dyslexia,
0: ADHD.
1: Those are all disabilities. Yeah.
0: Even to, I, so I, one way I, I or put enough, mental health in there too. Absolutely, man.
1: Absolutely. Mental health is one of the, the biggest disabilities we have today. Sure. And um, people don't just recognize hidden disabilities and accept them. And I think that once we start talking about them more and more and that's why I'm on here talking with you and you know, um that's why you know I wrote a book I wrote my memoir about you know my struggles and about my life and about hidden disabilities because we we, we should gotta talk about it more and, we, and I think once we talk about it and people are gonna hopefully come around to start accepting it or or accept that if they if they talk more about their disability that there'll be no shame and there'll be there's no fear of coming out.
0: Yeah. That's why like my big goal with this is trying to find cuz I've said this many times I could easily just talk about myself or, or talk about visual impairment or whatever but I really like to kind of shed light on the entire disability community just because there's someone out there that may listen to this that is that has cerebral palsy and they'll go, "Oh, I can relate to him because I went through that. Maybe not your whole story, but bits and pieces of it. And they don't feel alone. I don't care if they don't even like me or they don't like everything I say, or, you know, they don't agree or whatever. That's fine. But if, if you can help them, then good enough. I did my job. So.
1: And and that's, that's what, that's what I say. I mean, you know, I, like I said, I've I've talked to 50 people. I've talked to 4,000 people. And in a room of, of, Four thousand people. I know I'm not going to touch everyone. No fifty people. I know I'm not going to touch everyone in that audience. Yeah, because it wasn't it wasn't your day. It wasn't your day to hear my message. Sure. But if there's one person in that audience that I can help, then then that's my purpose. That the meaning of why I tell my story, and that's that's the meaning of why I do what I do.
0: Absolutely. Uh, a question that I'm I'm curious about because of being a twin. This isn't necessarily directed about who your brother is, but just as a twin, can he? Because you know, a lot of times they say twins can feel when their brothers in distress and sometimes feel their pain. Can he? Has he been able to do that over the years?
1: I think I think we both kind of have done that here and there. Um, you know, I, I I wouldn't call it really moments of distress. Like, yeah, you when know, if I broke my leg or something but like I think that there is something there there is, is a connection mm-hmm. to where you'll have moments where you'll just be like I don't know why I need to call my brother right. but I do sure. and you call him and you talk to him and you know you realize like He's he's having a, he's having a tough day, yeah. you know, and he he needs to talk, or you know, one just one reason or another. I think it just kind of pops into our heads, and I don't think that it like I don't get that feeling with my sister or with my parents, right? Yeah. It's just kind of this little twitch thing in your head that's like I need call.
0: Like a little spidey sense,
1: yeah. Oh, spidey sense. There you
0: go. Yeah, something. Yeah, I, I was wondering because yeah. I've yeah. I've known a few twins, and I yeah, just was wondering if that happens because you have gone through a lot of pain and and things in your life. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering how much he could actually tell when you're going through it. Obviously, when you're a yeah. kid, he was around a lot, but when he you know took off and started. Yeah,
1: and that, I, I, I I think that's important too. I mean, when we were kids. And growing up, we we obviously were closer, and and, I think it was more prevalent. The spidey sense was probably more prevalent back then, but um, it's still there. Um, You know, and, you know, we don't see each other every day now, but uh, we definitely were close and spend spend as much time as we can together. That's
0: awesome. Um, can you like just? I mean, you kind of briefly talked about. It. Can you just kind of tell tell people like how much like what your condition does to you on a ba- like how it affects you daily?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, so the main things it affects are you know my eyesight, my hearing, um, my the mobility on my right my right side, uh, my speech, so. You know, going back here to what I was saying about having different abilities and um, hidden disabilities is uh, my struggles are more internal. Right? You're not going to notice that I'm struggling, yeah. But I do, right? Right. right. Um, especially if I if I'm really tired, my My speech really gets bad and gets flurred. When I'm having conversations with people and they say, what? You know, and they don't clearly understand me. Um, I pick up on that. Um, (laughs) The biggest, I went to the biggest thing, but, you know, I'm I'm about 80% deaf, 90% deaf in my left ear. Um, And it's challenging. You know, I don't wear hearing aids, and it's challenging. And my wife and I are always, you know, playing the the what game um, and getting frustrated there. So, you know, it's not outwardly challenging, um, but it's it's more of a mental game that I have to to do. Sure. Um, And, you know, it's it's acceptance. It really boils down to acceptance, and um, I yeah I talked to someone a while ago and, and they indicated well like you know I can't I can't walk very well and I really want to play soccer and I can't play soccer and I just wish I could yeah. you know and I get that but. You know, what are you going to do? Like, like, you don't have that ability. You just don't. And you, you can try and try and try and build up your strength and build up your stride and really work towards it. And, and if you want to do that, I'm behind you 100% and go and do that. Or, um, you have the, the choice to say, you know, I can't, I'm, I'm not that good at, at doing that. Um, so I'm just going to set that to the side. Yeah. But let me find something else that I am good at, that I have a different ability to do. And let me let me focus on that. Right. And let me be really good at that. So, you know, I'm not saying give up on one. Um, uh, but you know, I'm type the individual that you gotta kind of follow your strengths. Yeah, you know,
0: no, for sure. You know, I asked that because I mean, kind of going to what you were saying earlier with uh, how a lot of what you have is is kind of invisible to the naked eye, um, mm-hmm. and it's good to know because we we bump into people every day that are struggling and going through something you don't know what they're going through, um, and. To, see, to hear what you have to go through, obviously it helps people who are going through the same thing to understand like they're not alone, but also just to recognize, hey, like there are people out here that are going through a lot of crap right now, and they just may not show you because whether they're in their stages of shame and they don't want to show you because they're embarrassed by it, or it's just as, not ob- as obvious as some. Um, and it's good to share it. I think,
1: it I, I think that we need more empathy in the world. For sure, yeah. And I think that you're you're absolutely correct. There are um, so many people that are just struggling in their own way. Yeah. And we need, in a society, we need to uh, recognize right. and, and just be aware, you know? Like, the, the sense of awareness that, you know, uh, this person's not using a gate walker or not, you know in a wheelchair, but that doesn't mean that they don't they don't have struggles and they they don't need your help, you know, like we said, mental illness is one of the biggest disabilities out there, not everyone's gonna show mental illness,
0: yeah, no for sure yeah you you gotta it's, I would say as a person with a disability, like we, the one thing that a lot of us have is empathy. Um, yeah. and I, in, in some of my worst days where I'm like hating myself, um, I haven't had those in a long time, but when I, when I'm really just in a bad place and I'm just tearing myself apart, I still have empathy for animals or I still have empathy for people who are going through yeah. similar situations like me. Uh, cause I don't want yeah. them to go through it. I never wish visually impairment on anybody even if I don't like you. So right. and that's just empathy. Well,
1: I mean, I, mean, I think the, someone asked me the other day on, uh, I was doing like a question and answer thing on, on the Instagram the other day, and someone asked me, you know, what's one of the greatest things that your mom did for you growing up with CP? And I think one of the best things that my parents, both of them, ever did was they treated me with equality within my with my siblings. Yeah. You know, I was the same. I, like inside the house, like it was like, don't tell me you can't do that.
0: Sure. Yeah, that you means know, the most just, to us too. That's so important. Uh, and,
1: yeah, and, and you know, for, if there's any parents that are listening, there's, there's kids with disabilities that's what I can offer to you. Is that's kind of what, what's helped me through the years. You, you know, I think we all know that we are a product of our childhood and the way that we're raised and the morals morals and the values. And my parents just told me that, you know, get up and try again. You know, that, that you, you can do anything that your brother or your sister can do. You just got to put your mind to it.
0: Yeah, and yeah. O- it actually probably and, almost makes it harder on the siblings who don't have disabilities because it's like, well, what's your excuse? Like he's doing it, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, and yeah, there was times where I I tried to throw a pity party, you know, sure, and and my family turned me around um, and and put me on track, but you know, I chose to, and I choose. We all have choices. Life. We all, we all, we all have the choice every single day. Um, from the moment we open our eyes, we have the you know, choice whether we want to get out better or not. Yeah. Um, but I choose in my life to be uh, to not be a victim
0: of my circumstances.
1: I choose to be a victor of my circumstances.
0: Sure. You,
1: do you? Am I? I cer-
0: I'm sorry. Is, there, yeah, is there is there a part of you while you're doing your speaking and you're you're advocating for us? Is there a part of you that's trying to make it so it's an easier world for those with disabilities, so don't have to fight as hard as you do? Meaning to to, to have a voice to because it's it's, it's, yeah. it's it is a lot of people with disabilities that just can't like they feel like they'll never be heard and like what well, that's you know. that
1: that that's what it's all about. I mean, like that's why I do what I do is because like yeah. If you look at my life, you know, I have a pretty typical life, TJ. Like, I have a beautiful wife, I have kids, I have a corporate career where I'm pretty, you know, it's not like I'm I'm doing an entry-level position, right? I'm in a leadership position within a corporate career. I've been with the same organization for over 18 years. I have a pretty, someone would use the word normal, normal life, but guess what? Here's a guy that does it all with a disability. So that's kind of what I want to show people is that, you know, people with disabilities can do, can can be leaders. People with disabilities can have the ability to, to do great things, um, we're not just that guy on the sign in a wheelchair. Yeah, you know, that, that you that you feel to, that you need to feel sorry for. We're not, we're not, we're not that. And that, you know, maybe color like give another face to 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 the world of disability. It's, um, you know, definitely, you know, be a voice. And like I said, if if I can use my platform for whatever my platform may be, and yeah, you know, I've been given, then then I'll do
0: it. Yeah, well, it helps too that you're coming on. You're basically introducing them to Michael, and then the disability. Right. And it's not in a way like you're hiding it. It's just get to know me. Realize I have whatever an atypical life. My life is normal. I have a good. I'm, you know, everything's going well in my life. It's just, oh, there's this thing I have. Um, I have a disability. Or, oh, I have yeah. a celebrity brother. Like, you know, you, these things are a part of your life. You're not ashamed of them. Um, you're in a great yeah. headspace. But they're not, they don't define you. You're, you're Michael at the end of the right. day. Um, right. I, th- I
1: think you, you raised a good point. They don't define us. Yeah. It's... Our inability to do things or struggles to be able to achieve things sure. don't define who are we who we are. Sure. What people need to start looking at are those our actual abilities to do things and what we can accomplish.
0: Yeah. Well, I know we have to wrap up here soon because I know you're a busy person. Um, I did want to ask you because at the same kind of what we were just talking about, but the same token with, with the disability thing, I know you had shameful of that, but like when you were coming up, and you were trying to like get your voice out there. Was there ever a part of you that didn't really want to kind of give the backstory of your like your last name and who you're related to, just because you wanted to be your own individuality, like your own individual? Excuse me.
1: Um. Yes and no. Um. You know, I struggled as a twin um, when my brother went to, you know, went off and and building his career, I really struggled with the kind of finding my own identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and but once I stepped into this arena, yeah, you know, I, I don't, I don't shout from the, the mountaintops my last my last end by any any means. Right, it's sure. not. It's a it's an interesting part of my story, put it that way. Yeah, um, but it's not. I, I actually think I have a better story than he does, but <laughs> you know just I know that that it helps get some recognition I know that it 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 um, maybe helps people listen a little bit closer maybe mm-hmm. um. I don't take advantage of it. I never want to. But like I said, if I'm gonna be given this platform, I'm gonna get you good with it.
0: Sure. Has he? Has he ever like wanted to do a movie on you? Sounds a weird question, but I mean, you know, you're twin brothers, and he could play you. No, no, no. Never, no? Okay. never discussed that. No, I just wonder because you have a very heroic like comeback story. Like you've you. Yeah, you're thriving in who you are, and it's awesome. Um, so yeah. yeah, do you have anything? I mean, obviously, you do, but like, I want you to promote whatever you gotta promote. <laughs> well, uh,
1: I mean, I, I, if anyone wants to, to get in touch with me, like, um, you know, I'm pretty open. I'm pretty, you know, I try to get back to people as much as I can with comments and stuff. Um, you can. Find me on all the socials. Um, Instagram's probably my biggest one. It's at mkutch, M-K-E-T-C-H. And um, also, you you can go to my website, michaelkutcher.com, check me out, um, and also sign up for Find difficulty uh, shirts and stuff there. You can also sign up to get um, on a waiting list for my, my upcoming memoir.
0: Awesome. I'm still.
1: I appreciate the opportunity, TJ.
0: Sure. And I'm still waiting for you to follow me back on Instagram. I'm holding that against you.
1: Oh, do you Do you follow me, TJ? I do. Oh, you do? Of course, I do. Oh, I'm, well, I'm, well, a
0: fa- I'm a fan of yours.
1: Flip into my DMs and just tell me, show me, tell me who you are again. Okay, I will. And uh, and then I'll I'll, follow you, I'll give you a follow.
0: I've been I've been stalking you for a while. I shouldn't say that because it makes it bad. I we talked on Facebook on Podmatch. I, I wanted you badly. Well,
1: what well, we did. Well, we did. We did talk on Facebook. I know that you were relentless. Probably.
0: I was more about just trying to make sure you were okay because there was a period of time where you were just you weren't responding. Well, yeah,
1: every, Well, you know, you got to go off the radar every now and then, I hear just you. to to because I I'll tell you. I mean, I, I love social media, um, but it can become controlling and addictive yeah. and toxic you know if you let it um so i think it, it's important just to take a break every now and then
0: no for sure yeah absolutely you're right i i take a break all the time from it because it's other than promoting the podcast i really wish i didn't have to do it but uh yeah yeah um what was i gonna say to you? um yeah I, I, is there anything else you wanted to talk about before you have to go uh anything the floor is yours No, man, I I,
1: I greatly appreciate um, it, and you've been a great host,
0: um, and
1: I appreciate the time.
0: Yeah, I hope we can keep in touch, be friends. Like I said, you ever need anything, just please reach out. Um, Absolutely. It's always good to support each other. And, you know, people with disabilities, we got to stick together, because I don't think we support each other enough.
1: We do, man. We definitely do. I appreciate it.
0: Anytime, brother. Um, you take care of yourself, and like I said, just give me a high every so often. I'll make sure you're okay. We'll
1: do. Uh, All right, thanks, TJ.
0: Yeah, thank you. All right, guys, that was great. We got him. as you heard. I see. If you if you are ever out there, and you're like TJ is lazy, he doesn't care. I don't know why you would think this, unless you're like in my, like, you know, if you're really close to me. But I'm just mean podcast related. And you said, oh, TJ, I don't think he's trying hard enough to get the bigger guest. Well, you know what? You just heard him say it. I didn't tell him to say it. He said, I was relentless. You know why? Because I wanted him on the damn show. Because he's a great guy. He has a great story. And who he is and all that, it it means something. Um, And there's others that I'm trying to get a hold of. It's just they're more insulated than him. Uh, he, He... eventually get back to me. I stopped trying after a while because I didn't know when I'd get him but I, I then at some point I kept saying I think he'll he'll do it. he just you just gotta give him his time and he got back to me a couple weeks ago and here we are. Um, so thank you to him. thank you to all you guys who listen. Um, I hope it helps someone out there. It's all that matters. Um, I'm gonna go get something to eat. Uh, I will say bullet did not participate in this podcast he wasn't even around. I know he's not getting paid for this episode, no treats. Um, but yes, we are. Uh, we doing. We're, we're, we're continuing here in 2023, finding more great guests, and we shall not stop. But thank you for the support, guys, and we will see you on the next show. <laughs>